Welcome back to the Take a Sip Podcast. My name is Tito. And I'm Leche. And as always, Leche, what is your what are you sipping on this week? I actually made some iced coffee today. Even though I'm freaking freezing in my own room, I'm drinking iced coffee. <laughs> And how about you? It, it, I think it's the New Englanders in 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 us because I'm also sipping iced coffee while I'm freezing in my room. <laughs> I didn't make mine though. This one I actually ordered. Oh, I mean, I ordered mine too, but I like because I wanted cream since I ordered just a black cold brew. I just put it in a cup and just put some creamer that I have here at home. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> um. But yeah, so Dunkin' Donuts for me. <laughs> Dunks. Yeah, oh, yeah. going more New England. That's even more. That's definitely like straight up New England, no matter what. It really is. Um, but yeah, some exciting news. Um, this some exciting, some more funny, and some that we have our close eye on, obviously, because the myriad of games that we are both into both separately and together is all over the charts. That's yeah, different, but similar, oddly enough. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's, I mean, let's just jump right into it, right? This first one's more of a light, a quick, funny one that um, I saw, I thought was very funny. Um, do you still play Fall Guys? I have it, yeah. You I mean, it? I don't play it too often, but I have it still. All right. So well, yeah, well, how last week we spoke that um, the show Invincible from uh, Amazon, they're coming up with season two. Uh, I guess Fall Guys has taken notice of that and decided to do uh, Fall Guys costumes. You know how they had for Assassin's Creed and like Godzilla and stuff. Yes. So now we're getting Invincible, Omni-Man mm-hmm. and and I forget the girl's name who has like the full pink suit with like yeah, the flyers from her hands. Yeah. So, and I mean, they look great. Obviously, they they do very well turning these costumes into like jelly bean figures. I was gonna say they're jelly beans, so I feel I feel like it would be hard to mess it up. If that makes sense. Well, All they have to really do they're playing they're playing characters, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. you can literally throw whatever you want on them, and it's still and it looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, which is the good thing, right? Honestly, because they could throw anything at us now at this point. This convinces me that they could throw any type of characters at us. Yeah. And I think a comment you tried to say earlier, but you stopped yourself, and I think I'm going to steal it from you, is that they're slowly becoming like the lighter version of um, Fortnite, where they're just making all these collab skins. (laughs) It's literally turning into Fortnite with all the collabs. I wouldn't be surprised if we get like, this convinces me like that Fall Guys is still not done because I we all thought Fall Guys was over like the first few months after it came out. You know, like how mm-hmm. the hype was real. Everyone was playing it and shit like that. Yeah. And, like, and shit. Um, but me, like seeing these new skins come out like frequently, literally in the last like six months, I've seen like four or five different deals mm-hmm. with Fall Guys already with the skins and shit. So I guess that's how they're getting their publicity out, which is fucking fantastic in my opinion. Yeah. And I mean, they're extending to like, they're doing like specific events for certain games. Sometimes um, they're adding newer maps to the regular rotations. Like they're expanding and it's not as quick as other games are, 
But at the same time, that's what I like about it because you actually get to learn the maps a little bit longer and actually adjust your gameplay. Whereas when it's continuous updates and continuous rotations, you can't keep up with it. And like at the end, you're just going to lose at every map, right? If you don't have enough training time with them. Yeah, like you have to learn the like the maps and stuff like that. And that's how you I mean, that's how you get better in games, right? In general. Yeah. That's how you get good, I guess, when you actually fucking play the game. Yeah, that too. <laughs> actually put the time into it. When you actually put the time into it. I mean, that's how all most of these people get really good because they sink hundreds, if not thousands, of hours into their games. So yeah. I, I've seen some crazy things in fucking Fall Guys, bro. I'm like, I've seen a guy literally, you know the that particular mini game where it's like you have to jump over the thing and then the platforms are falling off, like the rotator thing. Oh uh, yeah. So I've seen a guy do a couple of things. So he like sticks to the wall and he jumps high enough where the fucking bar does not it doesn't hit him. So he's alive oh. no matter what. So he's like always the last one. So he like you know like the thing the rotator thing in the middle. He yeah. yeah. Onto that he jumps above the bar and then fucking latches onto the fucking thing. And stay oh, there. that's smart. That's really bro. smart. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I didn't even know you could fucking do that. What? Yeah. And then others, of course, like would grab onto the bar itself and fucking hang on to me. Yeah. But that's harder because it would, like, if it gets to a certain speed, it literally just slingshots you off. Yeah. But you have a better chance of surviving that than sometimes your odds of jumping over the poles, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's cool. And see, and that's another thing too. It's just being innovative, realizing, hey, maybe I could get away with this if it works the first time and make it a thing. Innovations in the fucking yeah. game, like that. Like, you know, like I didn't even think about that. Like, I didn't even know you could do that type of shit. And that's what gets people like hyped up about this shit. So yeah. Um but yeah, that's that's just fall, guys. It's just a quick little easy one. Now we might actually get into the little nitty gritty of stuff. Um, I believe a couple months ago we spoke about how E3 wasn't going to be happening because of how many um, gaming studios and developers were trying to have their own little private event, right? Just to focus on themselves instead of doing one massive thing but then e3 also wants to took the year off last year to revamp itself um so this is going hand in hand with that on how i mean xbox always has their own things happening correct um and this time they're doing a xbox and bethesda um are doing their own showcase uh on january 25th where they're going to be going over some news, obviously, of stuff that they have in development. Um, I believe they were already saying they were uh, stopping development on certain games while pushing forward um, development with others to focus on those a little bit more. And I don't know. Did, did you hear anything about this or, or what's up with this? So, yeah, it's just like a... A mainstream showcase. I think a lot of there's gonna be a lot of games like gonna be announced or give like updates, commentary about it, and stuff like that, like development co- commentary. Um, 
I think the the way I heard the new, about this was I heard that they're supposed to give another trailer or update for Starfield because you know I've been keeping up with Starfield because I'm super excited for that to come out. Yeah. yeah. So that's the only reason why I know that this event is happening sometime this week or sometime next week, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, because I've been keeping up with that, and what I heard is we're supposed to get like like a further update on possibly a release date of this year like during the either this year or really early next year you know type of stuff but that's i know starfield is going to be there i know there's going to be fuck i think they're supposed to give give updates for like halo and stuff like that from xbox side Mm -hmm. Uh, just other like smaller studios as well gonna give their updates rumored too that they're gonna give uh Updates for the Elder Scrolls up online, the uh, online, online, but also like tease Elder Scrolls Six, but I doubt that shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's like try. That's like uh, like Rockstar teasing fucking uh, when the next GTA is coming out already. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, but now, yeah. Now that you also mentioned Elder Scrolls Online, we also have some few updates for even Forza. And Minecraft Legends, where they're apparently talking about an upcoming PvP multiplayer experience um, that Mojang Studios uh, wants to announce at the showcase. And even a little bit of an update for Redfall. Um, Yeah, that's really, again, Wednesday, January 25th, if you guys are interested in watching that. I think I might tune in a little bit. It is a Wednesday. It is my day off. So I'm a little interested to see what they actually do announce, right? Yeah, I think that's the most important thing. I'm optimistic on like the updates that they're going to give us, but at the same time, we'll see what they give us, right? Yeah. Because it is Bethesda and Xbox. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, they haven't been really pumping out stuff like crazy. So. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's weird because there's a lot of companies as well. Like even Ubisoft, I know, just announced that they were canceling. Um, they were canceling a couple of games. Skull and Bones is delayed again. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's happening in the gaming industry world completely. It's just a little scary, um, especially after... You know, there's like so many things announced that people are so hyped for and excited for. But then again, it's like then we just see these titles that are supposed to be blowing up and be a new game, uh, a game changer, right? For the whole industry, just slowly start disappearing or being delayed. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like even Ubisoft, I mean, last I heard Ubisoft was putting out a whole bunch of great stuff, but I know they were also talking about how that was, um, they haven't seen much come up from the Mario and rabbits sparks of hope, sparks of hope game. Yeah. That also, and that, and with, uh, the just dance 2023 was very underperforming this year as well. So I think game studios are noticing like, it's better for them to take time making their games. That's why we haven't been seeing too many games or big things come out because I think they're waiting for like the actual development of those games to like um, 
catch up and actually be presentable to people because people are expecting these AAA companies now to have, you know, polished games, not fucking games that are like, you know, unpolished, glitchy, like doing all these other things that they shouldn't be doing on top of stuff yeah. that have exploits and stuff like that. So it's like, it's a good and bad thing because at the same time, like you're taking so long that people are going to lose interest, right? At the same time. Mm-hmm. And then, but then, you know, the people who are actually still loyal to those like franchises or companies, whatever, um, they're willing to wait if it's going to be good, right? Yeah. That's how yeah. I see it. And I yeah. think that's how, that's how freaking Rockstar maintained synonymous in that type of aspect of RPGs and stuff because they're fucking goaded because they actually take their time making games, right? Yeah. I'm wrong. They take a little too long, but at the same time, once they <laughs> do, it's like, oh my God, it, no wonder you guys took so fucking long, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and even if it does come with, with like little glitches and stuff, they're so minor that it's Breaking not very... Of it. yeah. Exactly. They're not very game-changing because you could still continue with the story and whatever you're doing and stuff. Like, it's not going to ruin the experience at the end of the day. Where there are oh, others... Very big, you got me? Yeah. Yeah, but they're normally very quick on fixing that type of stuff whenever they're found. Yeah. Right? Oh. But even with saying that, perfect transition on people loyal to games and being very dedicated um, to certain franchises... In 2014, we got a very iconic trailer for a specific game called Dead Island 2, if you don't remember it. It's been a while. But we even brought we even spoke about this a couple of weeks ago too, when um the next GOAT game, the GOAT simulator, parodied the the whole Dead Island trailer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, it took so long for it to come out. That's why. Exactly. And it, was, and it was a good trailer. Honestly, it was a good trailer to tease it that it's coming out. Yes. Um, so saying that, um, the original developers, I guess, came out saying that they were never fully into actually making that uh, Dead Island 2. Then it got handed over to a little big planet three developer sumo digital in 2016. Um, and then they announced in 2019 that home front, uh, was the, the, the new developers, the new developers, um, AKA Damster studios that they will be developing dead Island two. And now it's 2023, the beginning of 2023. And damn, damn busters uh, is saying, or at least pushing, that Dead Island Two is due to be out in April. So we are actually getting this game. I mean, there and is a trailer and everything. Like they, they have gameplay. And they remade the trailer. So, yeah. So they remade it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think they go into depth, right? The differences of what their actual ideas were from that initial 2014 idea to what they have now. It's still, I think the same premise, like the area of LA pretty much making. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's still in that concept of that, like the overall, like it takes place in LA, 
but I think they shifted away from what they they originally had as an idea. Yeah, they said it was good though. It still it still has the vibe of Dead Island for sure. Yeah, they said they um completely like when they started development, they clean slated the whole game, still trying to maintain the main storyline and object objectives that we normally know from the game. But they had to scrap like the entire game aspect of it. What pretty much cleaned it up and read the yeah, which is understandable when it gets handed down to your now the third people in and what's the word hand pretty much given this hand me down at this point that no one's possibly worked on and it's just been sitting there gathering dust. You kind of need to break it down and rebuild it up to make sure everything's fine or what needs to actually get changed. So that was fun to see and super exciting news because I know people who are big zombie fan games, this is definitely going to be up there, hopefully. Oh, I am. I am. I'm getting this game. <laughs> and I already have a few people that are joining me and getting it because they were huge fans of it, too. Oh, Honestly, Miles, Miles, our boy Miles, said that he's definitely getting it because he, he said that he played the living shit out of the first one. Like, uh, that island. I'm like, I didn't know he was a big yeah. fan of it. He's like, he enjoyed the shit out of it, he said. But he's definitely going to be getting it. So I'm like, oh, that's good to know, because I'll probably get it too then. Yeah, I remember you playing a lot of Dead Island too. And I mean, I just recently, literally a couple of months ago, I revisited it to beat it, because I don't think I originally beat the game. Because no. I'm not sure if it was boredom, or it's because I originally had it for the 360, and then I got the Xbox One and never went back for it. You get me? <laughs> so it might have been one of those I like yeah, that happened. So, but the, it's also one of those games that has so many side objectives, right? That you oh, were a lot. Yeah, so you were also very focused. I remember you being focused on those side objectives a little bit too. A little too much because it took definitely fucking hours to try. Even like, because I was trying at some point, I was doing so many side missions, I kind of lost track of where the fuck I was. Main story. Yeah, <laughs> where the main story is or ended. You get me? Well, that's the same thing with me with uh, Skyrim. Oh, I mean, Skyrim is different. Like, that's... You, uh, Dude, I still, I still haven't finished story. it. But still, <laughs> I, I haven't even finished whatever the quote-unquote main story is. I'm still trying to find the little ghost girl in that one village at nighttime that I, I'm going to every house and she's just not there. She's in my game's glitch. in the abandoned one. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and going off of that as well... Um, I know a couple last time we reviewed the Summer Game Fest, I believe. Um, we got word of this awesome new game called Wishfire, which it's a FPS first person shooter, but it also gives me kind of Bioshock vibes because you have in your left hand like certain abilities you could throw out to you stun your enemies, <laughs> and it's interesting because it's very, um, old age it's not like modernized weapons it's, it's like older medieval. school weapon, medieval not medieval either fuck how do you even say it it's like steampunk fucking right? vibes yeah it's yeah. weird and then like, like you said it gives bioshocks more bioshock infinite than anything else but yes not the original but like bio like the other hand yes that is bioshock like two vibes with the you know weapons like yeah like weapon. weapon wise it feels fucking a little bit infinite infinite yeah, yeah. Which is a weird mix for sure. Yeah. Um, but yes, and then in this 
open world game. Well, not fully open world, but in this game, I guess your main villains are demons who pop up everywhere. You see like pentagrams and symbols pop up. Um, I'm excited for this game. I really am. This is one that I'll probably start pre-ordering. But what I'm trying to say about this game in development right now is um, the developers came out saying that even with um, like what, what was that? What was that game that Andre played? Cyberpunk. Um, Cyberpunk. That even with Cyberpunk running at 96 FPS with ray tracing uh, enabled, that the game was still very choppy in certain areas and was very visually pleasing to the eye. Um, where as in Witchfire is using the NVIDIA Deal SS3 which is supposed to make the game run at the 96 FPS with the ray tracing enabled and still maintain that, that crispiness of how beautiful the game is supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to maintain its thing. I don't like that. They're that the selling point for this game so far is like you overclocking your shit. You got me like overpowering your, uh, your graphics card and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it is a good point because it does look good. You get me in that aspect because they're making it look good. And that's the hope, right? That it looks good. Because yeah. It does look, <laughs> it does look fantastic for, for the trailers and stuff, like through the videos and stuff. So it's like, I hope even if you don't have all that, that they're showing or telling us about, then mm. it still looks good. Right. Yeah. They're seeing, yeah. This is how amazing it looks with this, like with what we have so far. Exactly. So it's like, the hope is, that even if you don't have that, it still looks good. Because yeah. if that's like if that's the top echelon and it looks like that good, that means I have high hopes. Even if you don't have that, that it's going to look good still. You get me exactly. And I was saying that um, originally was supposed to come out. Well, they were saying last October, even that got delayed. And I guess with that delay, like we said earlier, the games take their time trying to make this game incredible for their for the consumers the first time around with that delay they decided to overhaul the world design and make it more open world compared to what it was um which again yeah which we love open world right not just this linear game follow this line stay on the line shoot point whatever there you go you beat the game yeah like making it uh-huh. I've noticed this for for game developers now. I think I was I don't know if we spoke about this last week I mean, about like the transition from like gaming designs like people thought people didn't want first person games anymore hmm. like story driven games or games like this they don't want them anymore. Did we talk about this last week? I don't think we did. Uh, maybe, no, I, we... maybe I talked to someone about it during the Discord one of the Discord calls this week. Well, um, we probably mentioned a little bit of open worldness because we did go into Pokemon Scarlet and Violet last week as well. Oh, uh, maybe not and in, how the not openness of it, but. but not in that aspect. I meant like a couple years back before I want to say the one game that changed gaming companies ideas of what people and what consumers want was uh-huh. God of War, like the 2016 one that came out. Okay. Um, because before that people thought like, Oh, all people want are battle Royales multiplayer games and stuff like that. 
So that's why you saw a slew of fucking games that's come right. out that are very multiplayer oriented, very like you have to choose a specific character and stuff like that to play. Very like you have to go out and find your own weapons and shit like that. So people had an idea they thought that was the next step for gaming. But then fucking, you know, everything got halted when fucking God of War 16 came out. Um because that was a very story-driven game. Very I mean it was a first person game. Not first person, sorry. It was a single player game, story driven. So and then people were like, we want games like this because it was polished, it was clean. It like the story was fucking phenomenal, all like rememberable and shit like that. Uh-huh. So it's like, of course, you that's when they're like, oh shit, like people want this type of game still too. Like they thought it was dead in the water that people didn't want games like that. Yeah. And then it reignited even further with poor Ragnarok, dude. That they're like, God damn it, dude. This shit is like look how many reward awards that fucking game won, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's yeah. no fucking way that people do not want games like this. Like no. they want games like this. Yeah. They want them to be clean story so fucking phenomenal that it's unforgettable. You gotta be characters that you will never forget because they are so memorable. memorable. The characters are very personable. You connect with them emotionally, right? Don't get me wrong. They had a budget to fucking blow on it for sure. That's why it looks that good and stuff like that. But sometimes you don't need a big scale budget like that to make a game that phenomenal. Exactly. So that's why I see. And sometimes it's not even, it doesn't even have to be visually appealing. I mean, look at, what was that 8-bit game with like oh god like the main villain was that flower you meet at the beginning oh, undertale. <laughs> undertale yeah that's a that's good just, example that's, that's just an fantastic example yeah but that was just an epic <laughs> game but the music the character developments right from everyone from the flower to the skull brothers to everyone that you meet like yeah, that, that, that literally shows you perfect. That it doesn't matter visual aspect. We want characters. We want to be attached to the characters. I think exactly. that's the one thing that makes a ga- a great game great, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the memorable characters. Exactly. And then everything else is just cherry on top. Like if yeah. it looks fantastic, great. Yeah. You know, if the music is fan- fantastic, great. You know, like just all that put together, one little nice package. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I mean, before so we that's had the hope it, for this game, though, but we'll that, see. <laughs> true, true, true. But I mean, like you said, it's very steampunky, and I, I kind of, I kind of vibe with that. I, I want to go into that a little bit. I want to, I want to see. This is one game I kind of want to order and play on my own before I set any watch anybody else. Like I want to do it myself. Is this right? going to be a console game though? This looks like a PC game. It might be a PC game, but I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll figure, I was going to say I'm sleeping over for a week. It better not come out the same time as uh, Lightfall though. Uh, yeah, that's true. Because then I'm sorry. I guess you're borrowing Esbeen's PC. It's- he doesn't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I think on that, we'll take a little before we head into our final story. And we're back. And I mean, for these last um, few topics that we have here, I'm actually going to hand it over to Leche because I know 
one, you're more informed than I am. And two, I know you're definitely excited about the last uh, topic. I'm always excited when it comes to space-themed items and shit. So that always gets me hyped. For some reason, that always gets me hyped. (laughs) But let's start off with, you know, the game that we love to talk about and talk shit about, but we still play it because we're addicted like maniacs. Destiny 2. We're addicts. Um, we need to go to rehab. <laughs> yeah, seriously, dude. Someone needs to get me into a psychiatric ward. <laughs> Fucking drive me insane. Yeah. It's a game that has so much potential, but still does not hit it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, when, um, yeah, we're still over here milking it for everything it's got. Wait up, bro. Still starving for shit. <laughs> but, good. Uh, I think Bungie did one of the best things I think they could have ever done to the community, and especially for new players coming in. Um, recently, as of uh, January 11th, 2023, they they made all armor mods available to every character, to everyone. Ooh. So you don't have to go to, because there was a specific vendor in the game that you had to go to daily if you didn't have a mod specifically that you're looking for. Um was called 801. You would have to go to her to see if she had one of the mods that you wanted for the for the day, pretty much. Yeah. And sometimes her rotation changes daily, so you had to keep up with her if you're looking for a specific mod, but not no more. So um, all mods, armor mods, should be available to every single person, new or veteran player. And I think that's one of the hugest things that they could have done to the game, because I think that was the one thing that especially new players, were missing compared to veteran players. So, of course, veteran players would be more up-to-date with their mods, of course, or people who play a lot of the game would be up-to-date with their shit. But new players now could experience um, the actual customization of creating builds and stuff like that. So they actually have the proper mods to create their, their OP builds that these they see these streamers do and all that stuff or end game users do and shit like that so that's oh. pretty good yeah yeah that's definitely gonna be it's, uh interesting being the ability to now use all these mods right because now yeah like you said it changes gameplay not just for yourself but everyone mm-hmm. the whole mixing and matching until you find what works for you what you're good with Cause yeah, you could copy a streamer, right? And like, but your skill level, unless they're matching this streamer, you are not going to get the full benefit of these mods. No, I I agree with you on that. Unless you know, you won't be able to like one hundred percent replicate what they're doing. Exactly. So So, (laughs) it's gonna be it's gonna yeah like yeah it's gonna be very interesting to see. Now, because this is what just well, as of recording this yesterday, by the time this episode comes out two days ago, it's it's fairly new to to us right now. So, yeah, definitely gonna it's gonna be interesting uh, being in game and seeing all this. Yeah, see what, people, what builds people have for the monster yeah. before and stuff like that. So my the biggest thing that I see why they did this is because I believe. There might be changes for mods coming for Lightfall. That's why. Probably. So I don't know if you remember seeing the... Did you see the the Lightfall... What is it called? 
trailer? The Vidoc or whatever the fuck, the big ass trailer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw, I saw okay. most of it. So you know what's coming for Lifefall? You know, spoilers for people who didn't see that. So we're supposed to have um, loadouts. So oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. So my prediction is they're doing this preemptively because they want everyone to have access to the to the new mod menu they're gonna they're gonna introduce for Lightfall. Probably. Which is gonna be part with their loadouts with the loadout screen. Yeah. Oh huh. or, and <laughs> we or, started, <laughs> sorry, we, we started seeing like Call of Duty loadout. <laughs> yo, straight up. Like, like that's crazy that Call of Duty has had that for fucking decades at this point. And that's he's barely getting that shit now. <laughs> it has like the three perk badges at the bottom corner with your guns. Because Destiny they didn't they didn't have their identity yet. They didn't. Now. And they and they're still it's not that they're still finding it. They're they, refining they, it. They're right. refining it, exactly. Because they, they found it now. They know what they want to be, but now they're polishing it. They're exactly. It. Yeah, exactly. They get their suit. Fucking maybe, hopefully with Lightfall, end of year Lightfall, I maybe depending on where the weapons stand, where the where the power dynamic is and stuff like that, like you compared to your abilities and supers and stuff like that, if that gets nerfed, good, because we need it. <laughs> yeah. The ability spam is real for sure. It, it really is. Um, um. But yeah, the, I, the only reason why I think the mod 2 that they did that, the second reason is like the and or, uh, they're they're doing the changes for that mod menu and because i think they're going to get rid of the affinity which means um you're only able to put specific mods if your armor is like for example solar or art or void so i think they're going to get rid of those because you're only for example a good example is if you have a void armor you there's a, a specific mod that it's only on void armor called well of tenacity Oh, so that's 50% right. 50% like resistance, right? Yeah. So I think they're going to get rid of that where you don't have to be on void anymore. They're just going to make it like in general, whatever in general light subclass you have or dark subclass you have, right? No, it's just going to be like, oh, you have to pick up the specific well. Like the, the oh, okay. things that you drop. Like if you make oh, void well, right. you could get well of tenacity to proc. You got to yeah. like that. Hmm. So it's gonna be like that in aspect. So I'm like, oh, that actually would be fucking clutch because that means you could mix and match stuff that were never able to go together. Yeah. Huh. And this and and this goes back to the whole thing of like they're doing it s- still like ahead of time, right? So people get used to now having these mods, now adjusting their gameplay. So when they do their update for Lightfall you are fully caught up with what you should know and be learning to be able to now adjust to hence these new loadouts, right? Yeah. So it's now you learn the new stuff, you move forward learning the next new stuff, and you're instead of learning two new things at the same time. At the same time. And I think that's why they're doing it. They want you to get used to like the mods, used to where they go, used to like where they go specifically like you know yeah. you can have like the holster mods to like auto reload those are boots only like they want you to know that that goes to boots only you know stuff like that little yeah. things that they want yeah. you to know beforehand because maybe they are overhauling entirely the mods in like well or 
worst case scenario, they want you to fucking abuse and use them before they get rid of them. That's true. <laughs> all That's of true. them. And you're like, holy shit. <laughs> then when you go back in, you just have that weird locked mod that when like old mods get, get kicked out. <laughs> that would be crazy. They just, like, oh my God, no. <laughs> Oh, there goes all the builds. Literally everyone's builds. <laughs> Not from square one, bitch. <laughs> I, would be, I would love, for me personally, I would love that. Be like, I would love chase. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another chase for sure. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, that, that's exciting. I'm, so, I'm, uh, I can't wait for Lightfall. I want I know, Lightfall. Lightfall cannot come sooner, bro. But in the meantime, while we are waiting for that, we have this game to deal with. <laughs> We have Death Space coming out in two weeks, which is fucking exciting, which they officially gave an official trailer this week, which is fucking phenomenal. This trailer, in my opinion, shows a little, highlights a little bit more of the other levels because they've been showing nothing but like the same levels in their development commentary videos that they yeah. do it. And like the, you know, the other videos that they post regularly on the, it's crazy that these guys have been posting out. The one thing I like about Dead Space and the developers so far, they have given us so much information step-by-step step on how they're changing this game. And I don't think I've seen a game this in-depth or give us so much detail of the changes that they're doing, like, ever, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Maybe because we've been up, like, I've been up on it so fucking much, but I don't think I've seen so a game developer go in so much detail of a game aspect or ch- game changes compared to the original. Maybe uh, one other game, maybe that I did see like go death of the changes that I've seen now because the game should be coming out this year is Resident Evil Four, the remake for Resident Evil Four. Yeah, uh, but not not in this degree with that space though. But you see, that goes back to the whole thing of when developers or even directors in film right are giving so many updates and are consistently interacting with the communities that are going to be taking in what they're creating one it just shows how much actual time energy and passion they have behind these games right because that's what most of these directors are and game developers they're nerds they're geeks they love what they're doing and seeing that passion for us as as the the consumers yeah i love that i was like yes put yeah and then if it's bad it's like okay well he tried. We know he actually tried, right? They know, we know they were passionate about it. Like, their heart was there, but they yeah. didn't. Right? So yeah. that, at least the effort is there. You get yeah. It. I would be yeah. so happy, like, man, it, they tried, man. They really tried. It, it softens. Hopefully for the next one, you know? It softens the blow. It does soften it, it like crazy. It softens the blow. It softens it like crazy. So, yeah, so like... It that, shows that, that they care, man. And, they, and I think that's the biggest thing for mm-hmm. me. That's why maybe I'm extra hyped about it because they hype it up themselves. Exactly. And again, for it helps um, one consumers like you who this is your game, wherever you go, Death Space is your game, right? So same thing with Bioshock being my game. I'm consistently going to be seeing these updates from Bioshock as it goes on. Like it keeps us 
intrigued. It helps us nerd out. When we nerd out, we spread the word, right? Yeah. And then if somebody else is like, well, if he's excited about this game from the original to this new revamped version of like, it. What's the hype? They're asking, like, what's the what's hype? What's the hype? And it continues the flow of people, the chain of people coming in, even just looking at it, right? Any, any, what's, what's the thing? Um, best way to spread the word is by word of mouth. What's the um, thing? Like, that's one, that's one way of marketing by word of mouth. It's, yeah. yeah, it's like word of mouth. That's the main way people. It's free marketing. In there, it's man. free marketing. Free marketing. That's what it is. Sorry. <laughs> I know that was a whole, that was a clusterfuck, <laughs> but you got it. You got it. <laughs> but yeah, like, and again, like, I remember you playing this game as I'm backseat gaming you. <laughs> and yeah, like from the first game to what we're seeing in this trailer, incredible, amazing. It, it, it I'm excited to watch people play this game. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm excited to fucking like, actually get my hands on this already. Yeah, everything, everything looks good. Like the little sparks from certain wires as they're just like dangling. Like, I don't want to be this optimistic at this point, but I think this game is going to, it's too, it's too hard to fail. I mean, it's mm -hmm. too good to fail at this point. And if it does, it's because they were hiding it really fucking well. At this yeah. Point. And yeah. I'm saying this right now, if this game blows the fucking roof off of like people, and they remake the second one. Oh my fucking god! Because in my opinion, the second one is probably the best out of the three original Death Space games. Yeah, the second one was so fucking good, dude. It's just it, people still don't know this. Like the whole fucking game was filmed, filmed because you know, technically speaking, like you have to direct the game. Right yeah, still. yeah. It was all taken in one shot. The camera never moved away from Isaac ever. There was no loading screen, no nothing. Oh, that's nothing. right. Yeah. It was one continuous camera right behind his shoulder every yeah. time. Dude. So that's why I'm like, oh my God, bro. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. <laughs> uh I hope they did it like this for this one. Uh, yeah. That would be crazy if they did it all one one shot. You get me one take type of thing. With Shit, no pause in between. I never realized that until right now that you mentioned it. That's very true. Holy it's one shit. of the few games ever to fucking successfully do it. So I'm yeah. like, <laughs> you're trying to picture it in your head like, yeah. Like, wait. I was like, that's right. I was like, there's not a loading screen there's nothing, ever. Nothing. Because normally like... You know when you get dragged outside to like space and stuff? There's no... Uh, no. Nothing. No. It's just so smooth. We show you him going through the fucking vents and everything. Dude. Yeah. When you're waiting in the elevator, waiting in the elevator alone, that should that's normally a cutscene. Nope, you're waiting in that elevator. You're, you're waiting with them, yeah. That's the experience of what this place is waiting in an elevator. <laughs> that's why I'm like, oh my god, that's why people find that's why I find Death Space 2 a fucking masterpiece of horror games, dude, in that sense, because it does not stop the action or the pause of anything like. There is sections that slow down and stuff like that. Yeah. But you're never out of it. Yeah, no. Totally you fucking leave physically. 
Because even when it slows down, you're still in that high anticipation that something's going to come out at you. Exactly, dude. You're still in the world. You're not out of it. Exactly. And again, it's that whole thing of building the atmosphere, building the world that pulls the gamer in, right? To be in this this game. I'm just hoping this one does so well that they fucking get the get the fucking money to make the second one dude oh yeah oh, dude. It if they make the second one, if this one looks visually like just amazing i can't even imagine the second one like mm-hmm. and who knows they probably already have anticipation like even if this doesn't do well people still want to have the second one you get me oh yeah because i would love to have the second one they don't have to remake the third one definitely not but <laughs> i mean if they will if they do make the third one i just hope they don't go too action Oh, okay. Yeah. They make it a little bit more darker. Because, like, for this one, they said it too that they redid some of the story plots and stuff like that. They actually gave Isaac a a voice because in the original one, he didn't talk at all. No. I'm excited. I, I, I've, yeah. We could just keep going on and on about yeah. this, to be honest. I gush over this game. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. And on that note, do you have anything else you want to add, Lichen? No, not, not really. <laughs> All those beeps and phone calls you've been hearing earlier has been Lichen. He's still working while we recorded this sometimes. Yeah, my bad on that. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> How many times do I have to stop, stop, pause our recording? It's because my family decides they want to come in like a walking parade. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have pretty sure we have a couple of podcast episodes where my mom's voice just is like opening the door and telling me to go throw out the trash or something. Yeah, it happens a lot. So many distractions. <laughs> All right, Letcher, where can people find you? People can find me on Instagram at Letcheringuesa, or you guys can follow me on Twitch as Technofreak95. And how about you, Tito? I am also on Instagram at OneAlphaPenguin, and I am also on Twitch.tv slash OneAlphaPenguin. You guys can follow the podcast on on Instagram at TakeASip underscore pod, and go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash TakeASip. As always, the logos are the same throughout all the social medias. Um, Our links are in the description below. Um... Please, please, please like, follow, share, subscribe. Um, tell us how we can improve. If you guys still enjoy the same format that we're doing, uh, again, it is a new year. We've said it before. We're open to suggestions. And yeah, if there's any sort of other types of news that you guys want to hear from us, maybe. One thing I want to add definitely for this year for our podcast, we want to probably bring in um more guests hopefully to talk with us at some points that they want to especially this year for gaming because there's a lot of good games coming out this year so hopefully oh, yeah. we'll be a little bit more open and willing to join us on some of these uh, podcast episodes yes yeah, for sure for sure for sure all right and as always thank you guys so much for listening please enjoy your days if you're in the cold stay warm Warm. Don't slip on the ice. Black ice. Don't eat the uh, yellow ice. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you all next week. Bye-bye. Yeah, guys.